Here we go. Three, two, one. <laughs> okay, ready? Three, two, one. Yay, we're not retarded. Yay! Well, it's not, that's not our opening. This is our opening. Yes, welcome. Welcome. If, if you haven't already figured out, it's episode four. Yes, episode four, yes. It, it's a long time coming. Back I've been the, away a while. Yeah, back with the original crew. Yeah. Um, crew being the two of us. Yeah, been away, you know, uni happens, then you go away on holiday, so. Yes. So yeah, I'm back. Um, the original cruise. The original. And hollering at you on this lovely Monday morning or afternoon. Afternoon. Um, well, morning for me. Anyway, I didn't get up until like 11 today. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, let's jump straight into it. This Just, is a poorly timed podcast. Yes. And we're shit at intros. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Can that be our intro from now on? Yeah, sure. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm so down for that. Yeah, so um, jumping into the first topic today, um, if you haven't already noticed, uh, Marvel's uh, Infinity War. The biggest movie to come out this year, Easily. most likely. Um, you know, the film they've been building 10 years towards, yeah. plus that. Um, it's come with a bit of controversy on its Australian release date. Yeah, so, like, I don't, I personally don't see it as a big issue, but... Infinity War comes out on Anzac Day. Yes. And, well, it's it's kind of brought to more light when um, he's Mage. on the Today Show. Carl, Carl Stefanovic. Stefanovic. He's having a bit of a hissy fit about it. Mm. Um, I just start, I honestly, I don't see the big deal about it. Um, yeah, it, it's gained mainstream media attention because cinemas are like booking for 9am like, opening 9am slots for this film. Um, and that's, like, same time when the, you know, the soldiers are marching down yeah. every city. And it... They think it's... Um, it shies away from, you know, the purpose of Anzac Day. Yeah. It makes people forget. Which I, which I understand. And, um, yeah, it's... It's come under a lot of fire. What are your thoughts, Bailey? Well, I, I can appreciate that um, it does... it. Honestly, I think it does draw attention away from the meaning of the day, which mm. is really important to yeah. like think about. Um, but I just think it's a little bit too much of a hissy fit. Yeah. Mainly because it's not so much different than when they have an Anzac Day rugby match on or an Anzac Day whatever else on telly, like movies on telly. Yeah. About Anzac Day or like, I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating that people are trying to just blame it for coming out basically. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I agree to a certain extent. Um, mm-hmm. Steve Price was on the project cause they talked about this on channel 10 and, um, he made a very, very good point that every other business like this is closed for the morning when those soldiers are marching. Yeah. Like it's completely fine, but most businesses, it's illegal for them to work after 1 p.m. Yeah. yeah. After, on these days because of the marches and the soldiers. It, it, there's exceptions like food and coffee businesses. Yeah. They'll always be open beforehand. But what you said with the rugby matches, they're always on in the afternoon after all these marches yeah. and everything. And they're already solely dedicated in remembrance. Like I've seen Fox Sports with the AFL. Yeah. And their ad was completely silent and saying silence is a powerful weapon. Mm. So it's it acknowledges that Anzac Day is like a big thing 
and that they're fighting because, or they're playing because in remembrance of these soldiers on yeah. this day. So every, everything kind of leans towards Anzac Day and remembering those soldiers yeah. and what they do. They, they always do like the minute silence before they play, don't they? Yeah, yeah. always. And I, I am completely fine with this being released on Anzac Day after, like at 1pm. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. If they don't open it from 9am, like they give time for the marches to happen, give time for everybody to yeah. like pay their respects to a day that's pretty important in Australian mm. history and New Zealand it's history. extremely important. Um. Yeah, like it's it's just yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's what everyone should be focusing on just like, hey, do you mind just like, hey Marvel, yeah. I know it's like the biggest thing that you've ever done, but do you mind just like pushing it back a couple hours? Yeah, and and people really really take you on these cinema chains. Mm. But from a film student's perspective, I feel like it's a distributor thing. The distributor yeah, no, has definitely fully is. pushed this for Anzac Day, knowing that it's a big day mm. and cuz they're ruthless. They yeah, are well, seriously no, they, they really just care about making the buck. And that in film, that's understandable. They put yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars in this movie. They really want this date to work. They, yeah. But you're clashing with they have massive cultural significance for people like myself. Who's, yeah. Like my grandparents fought in the war. My great-grandparents you know, fought in World War I when went MIA. I've been to Gallipoli. I've seen all that. Yeah. And so it, it holds a more significant thing for me. And to see that it is, it's yeah, disappointing. Yeah, that's kind of, it's a bit different for me though. Cause like I, my um, grandfather was in the Air Force, but mm. he just drove trucks for yeah. the Air Force, like in Australia. So, like, while it's still like a valid contribution to like the uh, Australia, basically, yeah. um, it's not to the same extent as like you said, your grandparents fought in wars and stuff like that. Yeah, like my, my late grandfather, God bless his soul. Um, you know, he used to march on Anzac Day yeah. with all his, his father's medals and everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had people fight in Brussels and they've gone MIA. And yeah. my grandmas were writing books on our family. So, war was definitely, you know, previously had something big. And yeah. like I said, going to somewhere like Lipley, it just puts, you know, gives you way more respect. Well, yeah, because you go there and you know... You know what's happened. Terrible things that have happened there. And, yeah. like, the significance of, like, those moments for, like, yeah. our country. Like, you, yeah, you go a lot of places in Europe and there's lots of reminders. Mm. Like when I was in Germany, um, where, around where our hotel was, there's there's an old chapel from World War Two, and they permanently left it there and there are just bullet holes. It's riddled yeah. with bullets. So it's really harrowing and going to places like that, it really gives you that yeah. episode of remembrance. Mm. Yeah, it's like, yeah. And I think, I think it would... I, like they're probably just thinking like we can't change it now we've already announced the date of yeah the... and they can't change it but they should have known they should have and yeah. they should have known there would have been backlash yeah it's like it's it's i don't want to generalize but yeah. the distributors kind of not thinking about the other cultures like imagine if like um let me try and think of a example like if a film was released during what is the big, I want to say, Muslim event? I don't know if I'm being racist. Um, Muslim, oh, uh, the, um, yeah, 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 the big pilgrimage to Mecca. Yeah, yeah, um, Mecca, Mecca, yeah. Mecca. Imagine if, like, on, if it was a similar situation where someone released a yeah. film during that or something like that, like, which they do because it's a long event. Yeah, 
And or like someone Bollywood um, releases a film on the big feast of Ramadan yeah, in yeah. India. That that would cause a big stir. And I think it's the same for us. Yeah, it's I, I'm not so much to the same extent because it's not a religious thing. No, but but I feel like it's a it's respect a very cultural thing. thing. And do you think the most disappointing thing? I feel like these distributors knew that, and I knew this. They knew this controversy wouldn't mean shit mm-hmm. because I'm gonna confirm. I'm gonna blast this to the heavens because I know this is gonna happen. That 9am on that Anzac Day... Line's out the door. The line will be out the door of people our age seeing that movie Both. instead of paying our respects to the soldiers who died yeah. and made us free. That pisses me off. And yeah. I am, I'm, you know me, if you do, you know us, It's we're massive fans of Marvel. Yeah, dude. And yeah. I just know so many people are, and they're just going to go straight to the store and forget Anzac yeah, Day. Yeah, it needs to... Yeah. That's like... That's what everyone's worried about basically that it's yeah. teaching us that like this day it, it can it's... can be overshadowed by mar- by like a massive movie coming out yeah which is like basically what i'm I, i'm going back like on myself here like because i'm saying mm. that's like i'm just mad that that's the point they're bringing but like now that i've heard other perspectives on it yeah, yeah i'm like oh yeah it's 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 funny because it's just i feel like nowadays People will take something happening on a certain day yeah. and blow it out of proportion. But like when you have to think about p- people's experiences with the day and everything yeah. like that, I just, yeah, I think, I think they would. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. I, I've had a lot of ex- real life experiences around the Harrow's of world war mm. and to know what they went through and for people to just sh- overshadow that respect it. Yeah. It, it really does me in. So that's, I think, yeah, I think, it's it's just a matter of opinion. It is. If you if you want, and it comes down to like if people our age want to go see the movie, that's mm. like just go see it. Like just and if you really really like think about our country, yeah. like I I would say I urge you to pay your respects. Like go to a dawn service or something, and then you can maybe yeah. go see the movie or something. And if like, not a dawn service, just. Just like go see a march or something because they're yeah. always good fun to see and yeah. really it's impressive to see how many people show mm. up for them. And if like if your say your kids want to go see the movie, just be like, hey, just remember, remember yeah. this day. Because I, I feel like because we're the younger generation, we've been brought up, being taught by second hand yeah. about the wars now. Like our, our parents would have heard from their fathers or their grandfathers yeah. who, who how they fought in the war because they were probably physically there. Yeah, yeah. But now we're here and we, we hear it less and less as it's passed down mm. to generations. So it's... That's that's a big topic that I've always heard um, that as the generations go down, um, the kind of respect for the Anzacs, the respect for mm. the day it drops. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's like, that's another thing like how, like you can just understand it from any perspective. Like... Yeah. It, it's, it's the same argument along the lines of like oh the baby boomers destroyed our mm. political system our monetary system whatever else you can kind of you can inside blame like that you can look at it from that angle but i don't think that's so much that like no i i knew i would grew up in school learning about anzac day and all that stuff yeah. like I w- we were intentionally taught it so that mm. we wouldn't forget it and i think that's just the thing that we have to keep doing yeah and I think it, it the burden places on a lot of people like above us to really keep teaching that message. Yeah. And, pe- and realistically, the, the messages of how, how 
terrifying the war got is all around us. Yeah, I feel like I, it's it's not so much. It, it's mainly about celebrating. Yeah. The men and women who sacrificed their lives. Yeah, that's what it's, it's more about these days. Yeah, it's also a reminder of where we shouldn't be as a society. Yeah. We shouldn't be going to war like this. We should be looking for a more peaceful thing because because this happened. Like yeah. World War One, where millions and millions of people died. World War Two, where again millions and millions of people died. Yeah, and it, if there's another world war it's even more scary because everyone's got nukes. Well, yeah, like, I think Albert Einstein, I believe this is his quote, I'm not too sure. World War Three will be fought with nuclear weapons. Mm. World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. Yeah. Like, that's there's no more terrifying idea, like, than, that. idea than that. Yeah, and it just seems more and more that it's coming closer these days. Oh, so. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I hope, mm. I hope not. I hold in my heart a higher yeah. hope like look at look yeah. at good old Kim Jong he's like he's been nice he's been nice recently but, but that's kind of strung up the memes where it's just like what are these yeah. fuckers up let's to? not talk about that let's yeah let's mm. we, I feel like we've put our political two cents in this podcast yeah and I think back on war that saying like there's reminders all around us like you only have to go down to point danger to see memorials of all the ships that fell yeah and how close the japanese got to australia oh, fuck like yeah. submarines were in sydney harbor in yeah. the 1940s japanese submarines yeah so that, that like sink in that's like how and then scary like well and then darwin got bombed as well like mm. darwin got bombed darwin got bombed it's they came very close yeah it's like it's yeah it's it's just scary to think about, honestly. Yeah. I couldn't imagine being back then. Like, And I remember my my great-grandmother, who is still alive. Like, I've, I've got a mm. quite young family. So my great-grandparents yeah. on my mum's side are only in their middle to late 80s. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but they lived through World War Two, And in my great-grandmother's case, she lost two of her brothers in yeah. World War Two, And also when she was... Um, her family on their farm housed um, Italian immigrants. Yeah. And during that time, that was probably not great because, like, people... I, I can't... I Honestly, I need to brush up on my history. Yeah. But um, I, I don't believe Italians were looked upon kindly. Probably not. Not... It, the thing with the cult... There's a cultural thing with, with us these days where every... Like when the um the Italians and everything the Greeks came through on the World War Two ships, it's like there was a lot of jokes about them. Yeah, you know, you're you're all the wogs and everything. And I and I say that on purely historical view and from yeah. what I've been told. And then you know the the Chinese came in after the Vietnam Vietnamese War, and everyone started making jokes about them. Yeah. You know, Ching Chongs, Ling Lings, and everything like that. And um now it's the Lebanese. Oh no, it was the Lebanese. Sorry, they've um you know they've come in made home and yeah. Make, make a note, I'm all for this. I love the multicultural. Well, yeah, like, that, that's a thing. Like, it's so many different people in this country and we all have yeah. our different views on other people coming in here. Like, mm. look at bloody... I hate to call back to, when was it, like, 2013 when Tony Abbott said, stop the boats. I, yeah, I, I get that, though. Um, but that's a completely separate issue. That's, yeah, I mean, like... I, I, I I'm not going to talk about yeah. illegal asylum seekers because yeah. that's very contentious. But, like, with with people from other countries seeking refuge or coming to this country, yeah. however that might be, so many people have their different opinions on that because, mm. like, some people are just afraid of these new people or some yeah. people... Yeah, because these days it's the Middle Easterns coming in from all these yeah. and I'm not, harrowing conditions. And I'm not saying it's valid to 
be afraid of these people. Yeah. Because I don't think it is. I think that, like, I know people from the Middle East. I know people who yeah. uh, have come from overseas to live here. I know, like, and so many other people. And it's like, there's no real problem there. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. They took good jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, and we're hitting the line of contentious yeah, political I, topics, I feel like so we, we might need a... In way over our heads here, yeah. I feel like the more rambling we do, the more like incorrect yeah. facts we're going to talk about. Yeah, we, we were inches from the, the political political line there, so I'm not going to... So get... Donald Trump... <laughs> no, yeah, let's... Stay away from... Let's stay away that. from the American politics, I'm not very... But um, <laughs> the next thing is, is also quite concerning, I'd say, yeah. with... um. In the last week or so, um, Philip DeFranco, the you know YouTube's number one news person, mm. um, put out quite a, a concerning video saying um, how his his channel hasn't been doing as well as it should have been. Yeah, he's not talking about like the demonetization, which kind of he understood. It's well that yeah, because that doesn't affect him because his company um, they sell merch, they have ads and everything. And like and that. he's launched his service to Franco Elite. Yeah, to kind of you know buffer and like break even with that yeah um, it's like any monetization it's like any other youtuber starting a patreon yeah except it's a, a much larger scale because that's like a whole business yeah now. and his patreon is he doesn't see it as donations as like a proper membership service yeah. but um yeah he, what he was saying in this video is his videos haven't been hitting the mark in terms of views like videos that you know would kind of maybe get a contentious topic yeah would get between 350 to 400 thousand views less than he normally would mm. And it strings out this this kind of theory, or not conspiracy theory, but this idea that YouTube is purposely suppressing video, that there's this new AI, yeah. that secret AI that's been going around suppressing people's videos because it's too contentious. Yeah. And that scares the living daylights out of me. Well, as... Yeah, because they it's, it's a thing that runs through YouTube's uh, algorithms. algorithms and... Finds videos that might have stuff that would be deemed inappropriate for YouTube. And this algorithm, like, kind of understands videos with, like, say, news, like Philip DeFranco's videos. Yeah. As videos that are either supporting... Controversial. Controversial or, like, supporting a terrible thing, whereas it's just him talking about a news story. Yeah, and it's quite concerning in the terms of news because... He it, he's deemed, he's allowed to talk about this, and for it not to be demonetized, to be demonetized is really concerning, especially when CNN, you know, gets videos, yeah, and they get monetized. Like, yeah, the best example I've seen that he he pointed out was his video got demonetized because he used some as a bombing in Syria. Yeah, and he, I think he used he didn't use photos or something because that violated terms of service yeah. for traumatic events or something, and his video still got demonetized. But CNN previewed videos yeah, and everything, yeah. and they got monetized and everything because they're a big company. Uh, yeah, this has kind of been happening for a while now. I feel because um, yeah, uh, it's it's been a while because like there was a whole like YouTube breakdown with like ad the adpocalypse and whatever else, yeah. and then like after that, when like all this stuff like just every other YouTuber I've seen it gets like demonetized for almost every video just because. Yeah. Like, they could be the cleanest, like, they could say one swear word in a video where they don't yeah. swear at all, and they'll get demonetized because they said fuck. Yeah, and it's it's really bad because there is special preferences. Like, yeah. It's so obvious. 
Like Logan Paul can still run ads and he has showed a dead body and tasered a dead rat within the within the span of two months and having his ads suspended. Yeah. It it really just and he's YouTube's golden boy. Like even Casey Neistat, who should be, you know, one of the golden who is also one of the golden boys, gets demonetized. Yeah, and he's like he he doesn't really do like bad stuff. He doesn't no. really he doesn't honestly do much. He like just shows his life basically. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of Casey Neistat yeah. and he he's one of the night like he's a New York hero. Mm. Like you see on every one of his videos, he'll show like at least three people going, "Hey Casey, I love your work, man. Keep it up." Yeah, like he's a, he's a public he's just, hero. He's just a nice guy. Yeah, he's a brilliant bloke, and the media has a lot to do with that as well. I feel mm. like because they've taken people like Phil DeFranco and PewDiePie and just showing them as these villains with terms like white semantics that I do not understand. Yeah, it's and like, like far political. Like I saw this meme, and um, it's like. PewDiePie says the N-word on one stream and it's like all the media and it's like one massive traffic jam. Yeah. It's like PewDiePie trying to villainize him. And you know the Twitch streamer Ninja? Yeah. You know, the guy who played with, played Fortnite with Drake. He used that word and no one said a thing. Yeah. And it, it just shows like this massive witch hunt on YouTube now. Yeah, and that's like... That, like it concerns me because YouTube is like a massive part of my life. I watch it every yeah. single day for hours on end, which is unhealthy. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's like, and people go there to find like, you know, funny videos of cats. Yeah. And those funny videos of cats are getting demonetized because animal abuse, I guess. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's so sensitive. And like all the, the media reports about YouTube now are coming out very negative. Yeah. Like someone got arrested for two years for, I can't remember what it was. His, was that the dude who, um, it's like a YouTuber. He's taught his dog, the dog to... Yeah. To do, like, respond positively to Nazi remarks. Uh, it was something like that, but someone was arrested for two years or something, and yeah. you just don't see anything else. And it's such a problem, especially with people like me, where YouTube is an outlet for me to share anything I do creatively. Mm. Like, I'm showing a 60, making a 60-second experimental film, and that's going to get a bit weird. Yeah. But I'm concerned because if, like, I'm trying to make my living on YouTube... Hmm. Not really, but I'm trying to share my stuff on YouTube. I mean, we we put this on YouTube. Yeah, well, exactly. We put the first two, at least. Um, and like, if imagine if our videos got taken down, like all we yeah. do is talk. All we do is like, talk. What is yeah? Like the, I know we're averaging about fifty views. Yeah. Now an episode and st- stuff like that. It's really concerning and harrowing, and I don't like it. No, it's like yeah. And really, the only. Other outlet that I can go to is Vimeo, which is much better for like professional and more yeah. very um, creative stuff. But not as, you don't get as many views there, I reckon. No, because it's, it's not as popular as YouTube. No, as much as I love Vimeo, YouTube, like f- for things that I want to do and people like, you know, um, our mate Adam wants to do vlogging. Yeah. How's he going to fare if he gets big and then YouTube doesn't like what he does because mm. advertisers. So it, it's good way. Of, by the way, good way of slipping in Adam there. Now he's been mentioned in seriously every single podcast we've ever done. Yeah, you know, gotta gotta support the boys. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's yeah, concerning, it's, and mm. you know, f- coming back to the Phil DeFranco video, he's kind of saying all his new content now because he's making you know he's bringing on new hosts with yeah. journalism backgrounds. All his stuff that he, content he produces is never going to be on YouTube first anymore. Mm. That's just what he said. It's so it's, it's going to be on DeFranco Elite. Isn't it? I do not know. Probably. So. Um, yeah. So it, it's really hard. But yeah. Um, I want to tell me a bit more yeah, we'll, positive. We'll, we got to start talking about like some positive stuff. 
Because yeah. like this has been a pretty depressing yeah um, talk so far. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's been a week since Bailey and I and um, a couple of other mates we saw the Smith Street Band yes. live in concert. One of, in my opinion, one of the best modern Australian bands. Yeah, I I cannot uh, recommend them enough. Yeah. Um. So yeah, good old you know at the Tivoli. At the Tivoli, just it's... an absolutely mental venue. That was my first time going to a gig at the Tivoli. Yeah, same. It was good fun. Oh, I'm I'm chuffed. Like, what? I, I'm speechless. Yeah. Really. Like whenever the Smith Street Band come on now, I'm I'm kind of disappointed when I hear their songs because it was so much it better to hear so live. It was so good live. Like honestly, like okay, so for those of you who don't know the Smith Street Band, they're a Melbourne band. Um, from, I think it's Eastern Melbourne, because there's an actual yeah. street called Smith Street, um, which is where they're from. Funnily enough, um, Melbourne band, lead singer Will Wagner is just One golden Helen, child, love that man. Yeah. He's, and pretty much every one of their songs are like... Relatable. Rela- yeah. In some form or another. And then they're like these epic ballad pop punk type things. Yeah. It's kind of hard to explain because it doesn't... It doesn't fit one genre. It's just yeah, so unique. So, yeah. And Will sings in a similar style to someone like Missy Higgins or a lot of Australian rappers where they put in their accent very thick, like a, a thick Australian yeah. accent into their singing. Um, I, can, I get that. And it's really great. And so, yeah, we when we found out there were tickets available on, on, on Monday, Monday night, night. For, was it $46 $46. Which is... Best money guys. so good yeah um so yeah when i found that out i'm just i was just off my chops <laughs> we both like bought tickets sitting in a lecture at yeah <laughs> yeah we, a, a lecture we left about halfway through yeah but yeah it's uh, worst subject but um yeah. yeah the it was so good like the atmosphere was great the everybody around us was yeah. so just like it was just mental yeah and uh, yeah it's just it was just so much energy like yeah like, Will Wagner's a big bloke, and I've never seen a big bloke with that much energy. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. He was, like... And he's just, like... He's charming and funny. Yeah. And like, I remember at one point, he he's like, I really like you guys. We should, like, buy an apartment together. Yeah. I was like, like yeah. He, he, I'll he, do that, Will. Like, every, every time, he's like, we're all friends here. I'm yeah. Like, My God, it is so inclusive. And he's, uh, he's someone who has struggled with depression and anxiety and, mm. like, the whole shebang. And he's like, he's put this, he's put his experiences, he's put his feelings into his music and you can tell. And then during the concert, he just stops and just like, I'm really glad everyone's here because you know what? I'm happy. And everyone just lost it. Everyone was like, like I was about to cry. Dude next to me was crying. (laughs) Just like, it's so great to see that like music has done this. Yeah. And it's like, like you knew Mm. that everybody there wanted to be there. Yeah, and I just want to give a special shout out to Beck Sandridge, who was yes. who we came into as the pre-act. Like we yeah. came in about seven forty-five, and she was there, and oh my god, she's talented. Like yeah. she was really, really good. F- she was great. Like um, and then also the press club, who we didn't see because we were out yeah. for drinks before, but I they're a press club or a Brisbane band, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um. So yeah. Um. But yeah, Beck Sandridge. Yeah, she was really cool. Like she had a really quirky style, mm. and I've. I was at uni this morning and um, I'm on my way down to the bus stop, you know, it's a bit stressful, had a, a tutorial and then a, a, pre- a meeting for an assignment and I have no idea what to do with this assignment. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit stressed and I'm putting headphones in, shuffle play on the 
thing and Beck Sandridge comes on and all my problems were gone. Oh, you So yeah, so bless you, Beck. You've, you've made my morning. You've got a really lovely voice too. I think. Yeah. Just yeah. like, yeah. Like, I wonder where she's from. Is she, she, she's from Australia, but um, yeah. I wonder, if, I think she's from Melbourne. She's touring the country, so yeah. I, I believe she's from Melbourne as well. But yeah, um, any more mad gigs you want to you want us to talk about or want us to go to, hit us up. We're, yeah. we're down for anything. We'll, and we'll talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. And um, I think we're just also on the topic of music, Splendor yeah. in the Grass. Jesus, that was a mess. Yeah. So our group... Uh, our group of mates, God bless them. We tried... Well, they tried. I was going to sit sit this one out, but tried to, to organize, organize a trip to... A trip to Splendor in the Grass on Byron. And oh my Lord... I, I spent like late nights until like 12 in the morning just trying to find, you know, um, accommodation that wasn't camping. Um, and yeah, that, that was hard on itself and it's expensive because it's Byron. Yeah. And then, you know, 9am on the day comes where the tickets are released after pre-sale. And they're gone. <laughs> and they're gone. Everything sold out in 30 minutes. It's so it sold out ridiculously quick. And that... Like, oh. I wonder if they picked up that motorcycle that just went past. If they didn't, that's going to sound really weird. Just a mate showing off. Um, but that comes down to the amazing lineup. Oh, yeah. Splendor's always had a killer lineup. But, yeah, it was... Like, I was going to go for a three-day ticket. Yeah. With me, me and my um, our, our good mate, Laura. Um, Shout out to Laura. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. Three, a lot of tickets sold on the pre-sales, I heard. Yeah. But even then, all the three-day tickets sold out within 15 minutes. Mm. And I was I was in line for 45, even after they sold out after 30. Yeah. Because I just left my computer on. And that was just ridiculous. Well, yeah. Because, like, I could tell that you were really disappointed. Because, like, that's who's, who was on the Saturday. That was, like, Hilltop, uh, Hilltop Hoods, Hoods, which I know Saturday. you were, like, so keen to I see. was... Let me put it this way. I've listened to Hilltop Hoods since I was about 10. Yeah. Let's just say that. All right. I've, I've grown up on Triple J's Hottest 100... So that's, all my life. Yeah, that's coming 10 that, years of listening to. And yeah, the Nice Boys section, I I always jam out to whenever it comes out on my CD. Yeah. I've listened to them for so long. And this was the first opportunity I've been able to hear them live. Mm. And on top of that, they're showing new music yeah. for, the, for the new album this year. And it was gone like that. And my heart just fell out well, of my the hands. The good thing is they'll definitely do a tour for their new album. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be... I reckon it'll be at the Entertainment Centre. So, Entertainment Centre? Yeah. And, yeah. Brisbane and Boondle. Yeah. Maybe. I, I think that's where they were last time they came here. I, I can't... I can't remember, honestly. I was like... Last time they released an album was 2014. Yeah. So, I, that's well beyond my... My kind of range of remembrance. Yeah. <laughs> um, But, yeah, it's... Before you did all those drugs. Yeah. But yeah, I just had that opportunity there and it went out within yeah. 15 minutes. That's really... Yeah, it's a shame too because there were like... Who else yeah. was there? There was the Wombats. There was... Um, Lord. Lord. Khalid. Um, Ballpark Music. Ballp- DZ Death Ray. I can go on for a while. Yeah. That was a lot. Oh, yeah. Of like top class bands. Kendrick. We have to Obviously mention. Kendrick, yeah. but... Man. Man. Oh, I just... Like, yeah. but even a lot of people, like I was talking to like some of my filmmates, he's like, what this guy, he went to like Splendor and Falls last year and he's probably going to do the same and he didn't get Splendor tickets. Yeah. So like, it's such a gamble. It like, is. Yeah. Like my brother's boss, um, said, oh yeah, I'm not going to Splendor this time for the first time in four years. Wow. So like, just cause it's sold out that quick. So 
It's hard. Yeah. It's really, really hard, but yeah. Well, it um, just shows how much, like, how much more popular, like, yeah, the indie and alternative music is kind of getting. Oh, yeah. But, and great. also, like, how much more, like, how many more mainstream artists want to get into that. Yeah. Because they can tell that, like, that type of, like, those festivals, those yeah. tours and everything like that, they're really popular. Yeah. So, like, watch it. 2019, Beyonce is coming for Splendor in the Grass. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> she <laughs> not, took over Coachella. Oh, was it Destiny's Child? Destiny's Child, like, got back together for For Coachella. this one, yeah. I'll tell you what I did here. Um, Silverchair are getting, coming back for Splendor. <sighs> I, I believe it's haven't Splendor. listened to Silverchair in like a million years, but I love them. Yeah. So look out for that because um, one of the, the ladies I work with told me that when I was eating my, my Maccas. <laughs> so um, yeah. That, that was, was just like how Powderfinger got back together for what was it? Falls, I think. Falls or Splendor. Yeah that, yeah. that was mad. So yeah, just it's so good. I'm so and oh, so disappointing. Yeah. But anyway, you know, I'm just going to going to climb the fence with the other 14,000 people. <laughs> Just keep in mind that is an actual Facebook group. Yeah. Just jump the fence at Splendid 2K18. Oh. Yeah, that'll end well. Oh, look, they can't stop us all, can they? <laughs> but yeah. One one person has to get tased or pepper sprayed and then we'll be fine. Oh, yeah, obviously. So um, Then everyone else can jump over. Yeah. So, yeah, well, that's Splendid, but, you know, until falls, we'll, we'll so, hopefully... Yeah. Yeah. What else? Like, what else? What are the... Big festivals are there. Um, January has Laneway at Brisbane. Yeah. So that's at the RNA Showgrounds, and that's like all ages, but mm. I don't know how many people actually go to that. There's also like um, FOMO Festival. Yeah. Um, when was that? Was that after Laneway, or was that, is that I, later in the year? I can't remember. I, I'm not a big one, but there's um, there's one where they like get big artists, and it's like in the middle of nowhere. Like there's like Gippsland. It's like in it's, rural towns, um, and they pick it out. Um, something moo moo and yeah yeah Yeah. something like that like i Um, know they do that um in new south wales somewhere yeah and then there's like big day out Mm, yeah so that's right there's a lot of them but yeah festivals man you need more yeah the demand is so high i've never been to one yeah same and you know gotta gotta start getting out there i want to try one yeah i think it i think it's like if it's if it's not for you you'll find out after you go to one yeah. Or if it is, yeah, like it. Because yeah. I know my sister went to full festival oh, the year yeah. she turned 18 and she did the whole three days camping. Yeah. I Not think for her. She, well, she, she enjoyed it. It's just like the whole the environment whole, of yeah, camping. Camping thing. And then I had the people she went with, like she, she was like really good friends with. It's just like you, after three days of like, you, you get enough of them. No sleep and everything yeah. like that. You'll be like on edge. Yeah, you, you get that by the end of holidays, you know, where you're all tired and you just... Yeah, you're just, like, ready to go home. Yeah, you're ready. You've, you're sick of everyone else's shit. Yeah, I, but then I get that. also, with a festival, you're surrounded by, like, people who are... Yeah. ...off their chops all day. Yeah, especially with, you know, all these, these drug-related deaths now, but... I'm... Oh, okay, real quick. Are you for the drug testing? Like, the pill testing, sorry? Look, I don't like drugs on the best today. I just... Yeah. Just the things they do, and it, I know how many people have been hurt by them. So it's just, I think it's fair, mm. but the amount of alcohol kind of related ones kind of gets me. Yeah. Like, because I think. But I get that as well. I think with pill testing, for those of you who don't know, they the government are currently trying to decide whether 
pill testing for like well they're already doing it oh they really it's already happened oh i didn't know that i thought they were still trying to decide no, whether to do it or not i'm very sure they've they've already decided on it. um but yeah it's like testing to see if these people are on mdma all these oh no drugs. i thought it was like testing to see if it was safe for these pills that they were going to take worth like if they were safe or made from like other stuff oh yeah it's like it's something along the lines of that um and I'm kind of for that because whatever like makes doing something dangerous a little less dangerous. Yeah. I don't condone taking drugs, illicit we, we substances. Don't. Yeah. Just you know, st- stick to your booze if we find guys. Yeah, it'll be fine. But speaking of booze, be careful with that because yeah. uh, a very uh, very loved musicians just passed away because of it. Yeah. Well, was it because of? That? Yeah. Well, what we're talking about here is. Um, Obviously, in the last couple of days, Avicii has been confirmed dead at 28. 28. That's, yeah. and yeah, that that's harrowing because really depressing because I grew all this decade I've grown up on his music. From mm. Like, wake me up! I've had his album on my playlist for years. It's he's because there was a um kind of like a dedicated channel to him. Yeah. Um, for all his music, it was good stuff, like really good stuff. And oh yeah, I've got plenty of his songs yeah. around and. It's just... It's such a shame, too, because, like... Yeah. And 28, like, along the lines of all those artists who passed away, like, 27, Jim Morrison... Um, yeah. Uh, Kurt Cobain, all those yeah. people. Like, so much potential. Just wasted. Yeah, but... what? So, what was it? He had... I know he it struggled had, with a health... I was told it was because of pancreatitis, mm. which comes about with um, alcohol abuse. Mm. So, he... he uh, well, from what I've heard, Avicii was a really big drinker. Mm. Like, and he um he had to cancel a lot of his shows because he knew if he was on tour, he was just gonna yeah. drink himself. He like, silly. yeah, he quit touring, didn't he? Like for yeah. a couple of years. He, he he quit. I think he quit it altogether or something yeah. because you know it's, he's very quiet, man. Yeah, and then he, he just started. The just glory wasn't for him. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, it was. It's it's a sad story, and he's mm. he will be missed. But he will with as with any creative person who passes away such mm. as like excuse me uh avici um even elderly people not elderly yeah. but like older people like robin williams and stuff like that they will mm. be survived through their work like yeah. and which was in the time that they were producing it really yeah. quality um but yeah it's just unfortunate yeah so that's really yeah it's a shame it's a big shame like and also it's Kind of like not really the same, but like Vern Troyer. I'm not sure of Mini Me fame from Austin Powers. Oh yeah, he passed away the other day. Yeah, which is a real shame because he was also he had a massive uh, online presence on Imgur. All right. Um, or Imgur, however you want to say it. Um, and yeah, like it's yeah he was he was only 49, but he was also yeah. I think he also struggled with alcoholism as well. It was like yeah, mental illness and. Yeah, I did hear that, but I'm not too familiar with him, yeah. so... But, like, yeah, it's it's kind of... It's... His death, I don't think, was very sudden, whereas Avicii's was, like... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's harrowing, but... Mm. On, on a more more happy note, um, I'm a football fan, and my, my team, Manchester, mm-hmm. City, Manchester City, has just won the league. So, just want to say... Um, Congrats, yes. Man City. We we did it after. You've known, you've known for seven months, so it's fine. <laughs> But yeah, it, it's confirmed, and um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep football out of this because you're not a big. I'm not fan. a big football fan. I don't. But, yeah, but yeah, I just want to say it. Most Salah as well. Congrats. Um, 
the the Egyptian the Egyptian guy just got PFA Player of the Year. Oh, okay. And he's on thirty one goals already this season with like four left to play, four games left to play. Now, as a non football fan, that's a lot. Yes, that is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, he's um he's very good. So that, that's all I'm going to say for football. Good on because you. yeah, because you know, but with Bailey and I, our, our sporting preferences are very different. I'm much more into cricket. He's cricket and rugby, I, um, well, volleyball and football. I'm so disappointed by the cricket stuff, but I feel like that's another... That's, that's a, another yeah, topic that's been, already... How long have we been going for? Oh, who knows? What I think is it's 2.05pm it's now. We started about one quarter past one, one twenty. About that. So, yeah. I reckon I reckon it's time to wrap up. I think it is. I, just, this... I, just, I just wanted to end on a happy note for yeah. me because we've talked about, you know... Depression with World War and we've you know, talked about war, Anzac Day. We've, we've talked about world. Con- yeah, we've talked about bloody YouTube, kind of you know wanting to do us up the ass. Yeah, and you know, so we just wanted to end on a happy end note on a happy note for me anyway because I can rest easy now. Rest easy. <laughs> so yeah, um, have a good one. We'll we'll try to get more of these pumped out. Yeah, we'll keep in mind best. unis really. I I got. Group assignments galore. Yeah, with a lot same. of work. So it's it's going. So I'm taking things one week at a time. So hopefully by next Monday we'll get another one yeah. recording and pumped out. If not, we apologize. I think I think Mondays are a good time to record. Yeah, this is poorly timed for a reason because yeah. we have the organizational skills of a potato. Of a potato. So yes, um, look out for that. But if you've made it this far, thank you. Yeah, we're um. <laughs> You know, if you want to do things with us, you want to, you know, collaborate, I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> d- d- what were you thinking? I didn't. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, well, I think, okay. So, we got some, this is a, okay. Again, this is a really poorly timed ending. Ha ha ha. Finger guns. Uh, because we just keep going. Yeah. Um, but, yes, we got, we'll plan. We'll plan. So, we'll plan. you know, if you, if you want to. You know, be on or have an idea for what we can do. Hit us up. Comment. Hit us up. We, got we, we comments. always get better. We got. So what are we on? We're on YouTube. We're on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. We're on Instagram, we're on Instagram now. Instagram now. Um, Bailey takes care of that, not me. Yeah. So, so if, if you he, see a lot of stuff surrounded, yeah, focusing on me, that's why. And, okay. And by the way, the beard stays. For now. For now. Well, I mean, like people voted for it, dude. Yeah. So um. So yes. yeah. If you've made. Thanks for listening and um thanks for going through the extra five minutes of content we just produced. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. Um thanks for listening. If you've made it this far, it does mean a lot to us. Yes, so. very much. Thank you very much. Be sure to like and subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe, favorite. Hit, hit the bell. <laughs> Get those notifications. Um Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I think we should finally end. So Yeah, okay. Thank you. Thank you and very much, everybody. Goodbye. Have a good one.